Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, so today's episode of the podcast is a little bit of a special one, and I am going to, before we dive in, just preface what this is about, because it's a little bit different to my normal solo podcast episodes. This episode today is featuring an incredible guest speaker who did a live masterclass training on her topic of expertise in our Badass and Bulletproof Mastermind. So this podcast episode has been pulled directly from one of those guest sessions within the mastermind that went live, you know, between 2021-2022. So just to let you know, that's why this one sounds a little bit different. It's very much more of that conversation piece and you may actually hear some conversations back and forth with the mastermind participants and some questions that they've asked in there as well. But let's dive in. All right. So welcome Sexy Selfishly. We are on for our August guest speaker session. This month we've been focusing on angel numbers, signs from the universe, and how to kind of tap into that subconscious self, a more most aligned self. Um, so I had Ka- Katrina reach out to Jenna straight away because Jenna changed my life a few months ago with a human design reading. Like I've never been more happy. I've never had so much fun. I've never made so much money before. Hands down for that reading. So you have another glowing testimonial coming away. Um, but I'm excited to have Jenna here today, and I know that some of you are as well. So I'm going to let her come on, introduce herself, and tell us what she does. Okay. Hey guys. So um, I'm Jenna and I am here to um, basically blow your mind really um, to using, I use human design, but I use a lot of my different modalities in relation to uncovering your soul, really seeing the energies that you hold within yourself, seeing what is inherent with you, seeing um how you can kind of harness and really capitalise and use those energies to come into alignment with all things in your life. So whether it's business, personal life, whatever it may be, but it all starts with you. And that's what I'm here to educate and teach on and to show you is that this whole journey starts with you. So you've got to understand your own energy and how it best works Um, And so that's what I'm here to do. So I combine um, human design, astrology, and also the gene keys. And the gene keys is a part of the human design modality. It's one kind of subsection that I've kind of fallen head over heels in love with. So, yeah, so I'm here to combine those things together and really help you to navigate and uncover um, a little bit more about yourself and really um, help those people who are at that point where it's like, I know there's something different. I just don't know what it is. Yep. You know, I know something needs to change. I just don't know what that is. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. That's my passion and that's because that's what I went through. And so having that support there is just, 
was just next level. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to, yeah, really, really be that support of where do I go to next? You know, what, what do I step into now? Brilliant. I'm going to get my husband's human design chart done with you because he's at that yeah. very much at that crossroads. Um, but I'd love to know kind of what led you to this point. Like how does your story go to where you became a professional yeah. human design mentor? Like yeah. that's, that's something that wouldn't even been a career 15, yeah. 20 years ago. So tell us about that journey. I mean, we are coming up to a full moment, so I probably will cry, no doubt. I'm a very emotional person, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it was always there. Like, when I was young, I didn't put all the pieces together until after the fact, but I'd always buy, like, the Dolly or the Cosmo or whatever, and I'd always just literally only buy it for the, dark, like, for the horoscope. There was no other reason. It was purely just that. And I would just read it and I would live by that like month to month. And then um, I'd never really um, done too much with it. And then uh, when last year, when, so I'd heard about human design about probably eight months prior to actually even getting a reading or doing anything with it. So it just didn't land for me. I was so in my masculine I was so in my business. I just, it just didn't land. So it took uh, a nine-week pandemic lockdown um, for me to just go, you know what, there has to be another way because I cannot sustain it. Um, If the pandemic hadn't happened, I may have, would have, could have just closed my business. I was burnt out. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was basically pushing shit uphill. So it was that moment that really went okay you've got nine weeks and now you've got the opportunity to do something different and to change your life um and it's just been stepping into alignment it's just one thing after the other after the other after the other and here we are like gosh I don't even know what month it is now but um with you know so much further on from that and things have just landed so when you come into alignment it's like oh yes I'm gonna do this but then when you come step into more alignment, other things will come in and you're like, oh, I didn't even think I'd be doing that. And I think too, yeah. like, yeah, and I'd had a couple of um, different types of readings. So I love to invest in this industry. So I love to invest money into others that do similar things um, because I, I think they all have gifts and I just want to circulate that money. So I quite often will invest in those sorts of things. And I've actually had two people mention to me that I've done this in another life. Um, both of them separately. And I thought, okay, this is why, um, yeah, this is why it's here. But it's taken, there was there was wounding in old lives around it. So it's taken me a longer, longer time to get to this point. But now we're here and it's still, yeah, it's pretty cool. What a special journey. I love that this is like a pandemic baby. I yeah. love that something's so positive and it's changing and helping so many people came out of something that we all had so much fear and scarcity around I think that's really special and I certainly when the pandemic first happened I just had a baby and everything and there was no way no way I could have ever known what I've been doing today like prior to that and the conversation is the same with so many women that we're having at the moment so mm-hmm. that's another little pandemic win yeah. all the shitty parts yeah. pandemic win. so tell me about where human design comes from and what you think it means for women and women in business especially because all the women in this group even though it's not closed off to just women in business we all are so <laughs> yeah definitely 
I, I'm a huge believer that there is no one modality that will tell you who you are. There is no one, uh, one way. There is always nuances and always different ways of looking at it. And I always used to believe that human design was like it. It was amazing and it is amazing. But, you know, astrology creates different energies and um, quantum creates different energies and things like that. But I think where it exists is we, we, are, we are given our ideas, our creations. We are, we are blessed with the ideas of our business because the universe feels that we are the ones that can bring it to life. All of the things that we're given that we're like, oh, that's an amazing idea and it just doesn't come to life, then it's just not the right time. But we all have businesses because we are the ones that are here to bring that idea, that new idea, that creation, that whatever it is to life. And we wouldn't have been given that download or that idea if we weren't that person to do that. Sorry. <laughs> You're just reaffirming everything I teach and I love it. <laughs> oh, good. We're like, I'm just like constantly going, that desire is in your heart for a reason. It wouldn't be there if it wasn't meant for you. And everyone's like, oh. But now to be like, see, Janice is the same thing. I am right. Listen. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, but the thing is, I think we get so stuck in. So for me, human design is that moment where it's like you were working, you were living to work, and there was no fun, there was no pleasure, there was no joy, there was nothing left. So how do you find the balance? How do you make the energies work for you? How do you then begin to manifest in a more aligned way that creates more freedom and more space and more time? And also I began to look at my staff's human design the number one game changer that became in my business. The energy was stagnant. The energy was stuck. Things needed to move and to shift, but I didn't have the confidence to do it. When I started to come from the place of my human design, but also be able to bring out the designs of my team, some weren't ready and that energy disappeared, which is what needed to happen and others stepped up. So it was really about aligning energy of not only yourself and your soul and what you're here to do, but also the energy around you. Because the moment you begin to look at your human design and to live within your human design, and shit's going to get hectic around you, you know, and you've got to be prepared for this. Some people are either going to jump on board on the ride or they're not. And it's up to them. Um, but it all, it's just having that faith and that trust that it all unfolds naturally as it should. And I think it gives, it gave me, and I can speak from personal experience, it gave me that confidence to sit within my personal power, but also to know how to navigate my energy better and not be down on myself because I do a thing a certain way or because I have this particular way that I do something. That's how my energy best works. So it's best about how do I live within that human design to live in more authenticity, to then be that magnet, to really attract in from the universe what it is for me? Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And I think, like, I know I know all my friends, uh, Myers-Briggs personal 
develop like personal profiles. I know a handful of my friends' human design. I know all of their wealth personality profiles. I know my families. I've made them all do everything because it's like that. It tells me how to relate to you better. It tells us how to have a stronger relationship, what you need from me, what I need from you. It should be a common conversation, I think, especially with staff too. I was actually um, talking to my best friend, my husband's best friend, this morning because I was like, I don't know about you, but this really pisses me off about my husband. He's like, yeah. And I was like, what's your personality? I bet we're exactly the same. And we are. So it's quite clear my husband has a type. He married me and his best friend is the male version of me. <laughs> um, but I think it, it has so much more of a place than we realise yeah. in the world. So I think that was my next question was, do you think human design has a place in the world broader than just the spiritual community? Oh, 110%, You know, I just don't think, and this is the thing, this is the thing with human design. Everyone in here is, is aware. They're aware of that energy. They're aware of something more. They're, they're at that point where it's like something has to change because I cannot keep going like this. But there are some people within this lifetime that won't. There are some people in this lifetime that won't find human design. And that's okay because that's not for them in this lifetime. But the ones that are for in this lifetime, definitely. And I think... As we move through, you know, astrology and through our energy, we're definitely coming from more of a yang, you know, environment into a more yin. And it's like, how do we harness soul-led business? How do we harness business from soul? Because you can see the shift. You can see the shift. People don't, selling is disgusting, <laughs> you know, and, and you can really tell when it doesn't come from that heart and that soul-led place, you know, it, and I think, um, you know, one of my coaches said to me, she said, how dare you not give your gifts to the world? Yeah, we have yeah. an ethical obligation to do yeah. that. Yeah, your gifts are not for you. They are, but they're not for you. They're for everybody else. So what, you know, what kind of like, what right do you have to hide it from people? You know, and I think, yes, that's, that's amazing to think about, but we also need that confidence and to understand how we can build, you know, the confidence within ourselves. So, you know, I think as a whole, as more people become aware and change, I think it's inevitable that we all begin to lead in different capacities. And I think um, within companies too, it's not, it's like managers and leaders having more of an understanding of their teams and their staff and, and not just business owners as such. But Yeah, absolutely. I used to work for quite a large company and do a lot of hiring and a lot of firing. And it was frustrating because I'd read 400 resumes that would tell me nothing about people. And so we would end up hiring the girl that worked in the shop three doors down from us because I knew her, I knew she was there open early. I knew she brought coffee for her teammates and we hired her because of that. And it's just like, when are we going to move past this, this resume structure or this fact, whether you make A's in high school or you make D's, it's like that somehow defines your success as a human. There's just, oh, sorry, I'm going to go around here, but it's that whole, like, I think the next step is this. Let's focus more on psychological profiles. Let's focus more on character traits on personality, on loyalty, on honesty, on work ethic, on creativity. And like, let's throw the nine to five out the window because it's not working anymore. Definitely agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother two hour rant that yeah. I want to podcast into. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I would love to, and I know how much learning the personality profile with you made such a big difference for me and, and how well you did my profile too was when you said, hey, you're probably really going to struggle watching this video and you probably need to listen to it while you're doing a million other things for it to actually sink in. I was like, oh, thank God, because I'm sitting here with my computer. I've downloaded, I've closed every tab and I'm trying to force myself to watch this to pay attention. And I'm still like spinning on my chair and messing around with my head. And so once you gave me permission on a pre-recorded video, like exactly speaking to what my brain was thinking at that moment, I turned it off, put it on my phone and went and made dinner while I drank wine and talked with my husband and listened at the same time. And then it sank in. And I think that was the defining moment of like, maybe Shoni, you don't know yourself as well as you think you do. Let's dive deeper into this. But it was also the element of permission. Like, I think that that's what it gave me was permission to be creative in all these different areas. And now I get paid in all these different areas. And you gave me permission to focus on movement and music and my body and like all, all the stuff in my profile, which is like sex, 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 sex. And for once it was like, and I've been diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. And I think everyone's like, what's the point of getting diagnosed now? It's not going to help you. It's not going to change anything. And it's like, no, it's not going to change anything but it's going to stop me feeling shame and guilt for the things that are different about me, the things that I struggle with or keep thinking about what's wrong with me. And I think that that same freedom that I got from the diagnosis is exactly the same freedom and release of shame and self-forgiveness that I got from my human design profile. Yeah. So like that was a lot for me. <laughs> and I'm wondering what did human design do and give you? when you discovered that about yourself good question it was a really big permission slip that that is that is the thing and it's not a permission slip to be an asshole but (laughs) you know it's a permission slip because it's like so for example i'm a manifester and manifestors can be really quick you know they'll often um, have 10 ideas and only one will come to life. It'll just be this really quick, and we're here to initiate, but we don't necessarily have the motor to bring it to life. So what used to happen for me was I'd be like, oh, my God, this is an amazing idea, you know, and I'd, I'd have it all planned and I would start it and then I just wouldn't have the, the go to get it done, you yeah. know, because I don't, that's not for me. I'm here to see that resources in others. And so for me, it was like, okay, it's going to cost me money to outsource, but I'm going to make more money because I'm not here to do all those things. I'm here to recognise and see the resources in others and outsource all that. And so it was like, it was just this permission slip to be like, okay, this is how my energy works. This is actually who I am. I have the 2545, I think it's 2545, which is the, the channel of money, which is materialism channel. It's a conscious channel to me. I love nice things. You know, I go away, I want five star, I want fluffy pillows, I want room service. You know, I want those things. I am not afraid to say those things. And I was always like, why don't you just take the caravan park? Like, do you really need to have those things? If you want a new car, if you want a car, like I want a new car. It's like, do you really need a new car? You don't need a new car, Dana. Like, come on. But this energy was so inherent within me. When I gift, when I so another thing was well, just really quickly. When I um, appreciate people, I gift. This is the same channel. I gift them things. And I could never work out why I was always buying things for people and gifting them things for no reason. Like it'd be flowers or I'd go on a holiday and I'd bring them back a present or whatever it was. But this is inherently in me. 
So it was accepting those energies and going, okay, this is how it works. I'm just not going to bring anyone home with Prada handbag, but, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. in, like it's in within me. So, again, it's just that permission. Yeah, and that fits a lot with what we talk and spek about on, you know, the budget idea because we're talking about a lot about money and stuff and that people put, like, you should want to pay off your mortgage and you should always buy a secondhand car. You should never have takeaway coffee. It's one person's rules that might have worked for them and to project it onto everyone expecting that we're all the same and we all value and prioritise the same thing is just not true. So your budget should never look the same as your next-door neighbours. Mine won't look the same as yours. We all value different things and that's okay. The right. fact that I make coffee at home because I'm a real coffee snob now, I'm going to take away coffee, but we have a huge portion of our monthly budget goes to kids' extracurricular activities and <laughs> lingerie and sex toys and we don't focus as much on paying our debt down dramatically fast as other people and so once that permission slip again, to just be yourself and like what you like and don't like what you don't like and value and prioritise what you do and stop living by other people's rules, it can have a profound shift in every area of your life. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Big shifts for me, big shifts for you. Yeah. Oh, stop. Um, sorry, my phone won't stop dinging and it's on. I brought this really fancy case, so I'm getting off track. But now since I've got fake nails, I can't get in there to turn the, like, oh. put it on silent mode, which my husband's really happy about because I answer the phone all the time now instead of ignoring it. But <laughs> I can't get the silent button off without yeah. pulling the whole case off. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> this month's topic, we are talking about signs from the universe. So we talked a lot about angel numbers, about the fact that sometimes asking for a sign is a sign. Or sometimes when we don't get the sign that we wanted, the way that we're feeling becomes a sign for us to actually tell us what we actually really do want. I would love to hear your thoughts around this and any personal experiences you've had with those little nudges from source energy that can't be explained other ways. Oh, this is a big topic. So I, uh, the last two, two and a half weeks, I've been learning to read my own Akashic record. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Briefly, yes. Yeah. So I am uh, diving into that. And so um, within that, she teaches that the fours are the way that um, your higher self speaks to you. And I think it's just when you open up the portal of, okay, I'm here, I'm ready for this, like give it to me. I think when you open up that portal and that thought in your mind and the consciousness around it, you will notice things. Um, like my dog flew off the bed the other night and I was like, what the bloody hell? And I hit my phone to check the time and it was like four, four, six, I think it was, like four in the morning. And I was like, oh, my God, and I just went back to sleep. And it's just the way that they communicate. So there's always things that are constantly happening. But I think what's important to remember is whenever you get a sign, regardless of kind of what it looks like, it's also important to think about what was I thinking in that moment? Yes. Was I yeah. actually thinking in that moment? What did I think and feel right before it? What happened? Yeah. What was the thing? Yeah. yeah. Because that, as, as you teach, I'm sure that's your little nugget. That's your little nugget of gold to go, what was that? Um, and, yeah, how can I follow that? And I think it's just when you are open to becoming aware, when you open up the channels, and I think one of the greatest ways in meditation is often um, 
underappreciated in a lot of ways. It's the only way we can come into the unconscious mind um, is through the portal of meditation. And so it's, it's, you know, really important because that's how they're going to kind of communicate in that world. But seeing all those numbers is just like a, it's like cards, it's like tarot cards or angel cards, for example. I use them personally as a confirmation. But speaking to your higher self or is the actual work, but it's like this is the extra confirmation that I need that, yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to launch in two days and I see the numbers. It's like, okay, that's my confirmation of what I've already thought. So yeah. You connecting is the initial thing, but it's like that is my reminder. Yeah, that is my just my guide. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny how things come in, and it's and yeah, it's it's realizing I could interpret that particular card or that particular number so many different ways, oh. and it's the way that I'm just in that initial moment of seeing I'm interpreting it straight away. That is the message. That is the truth that's coming through. Um, yeah, I think when we start to realize that, you know, it's like oh. <laughs> What I'm trying to explain here, you know, it's like, oh, if I'm meant to go on a date with this guy, I'll see an owl. And then we don't see an owl all day. And then we get really pissed off about it. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm really frustrated about it, that's because I do want to go. And it kind of helps us tap back into what we actually want. It's not necessarily like the the beings above high, like, oh, shit, we got to put an owl in our life today. It's just helping us realign with what we're actually thinking and giving us our own element of radical honesty. Really. I mean, that's how I see it. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, Yeah, no, I definitely can see that and agree with that 100%. I think it's like it just comes back to self-awareness. It just comes back to self-awareness because if if you keep getting signs but you are not either listening to your intuition or following them regardless of the numbers, the universe is going to be like, oh, well, this bitch ain't listening, so see ya. Yeah, you know? I've worked with so many women who are like, I'm going to manifest millions and I'm going to be a bunny-making badass and they've got like a network marketing or they've got one way that they're looking at their company going, this is the way it's going to come through and they're doing all the affirmations and the universe is like throwing things at them on their Facebook feed and throwing other conversations with friends and the person's just completely ignoring it and focusing on here, like I'm waiting for this to happen. It's going to come through this bank account. I'm going to win this lottery draw. And you're going to like, bitch, you ain't listen. <laughs> you're not that serious. You don't want it. I keep throwing it into your life. You keep pushing it away. I'll go and take that somewhere else. So, yeah, we speak about that a lot. You're, whatever you're sharing right now, it's going to be landing on the right ears. Just that confirmation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good. So if we're talking about someone in this space who is familiar with the idea of personal development, familiar with spirituality, kind of understands the basics of manifestation, universal laws, What's the first step they can take, I think, to tap into that permission in if they want to start learning about their human design? Obviously, we'll have all your details so they can go and grab an incredibly thorough personalised reading from Jenna. Um, But, yeah, what would be the first step for them, do you think? Good question. My question would really come down to are they really connecting in to their truth? You know, I've done a lot of um, Joe Dispenza's work 
and I have to credit him here for this, but, you know, the mind is, is, is not our driver. You know, our mind creates, a, we think a thought and we feel an emotion. That emotion creates a thought and we're in this complete repeat pattern. And I think alignment comes down to awareness and it's awareness in the moment to moment to moment to moment. So if you are not aware in the moment, something won't land and it, you keep coming back to relearn it and relearn it and relearn it because you're just not in that space. And I think if nothing is shifting or moving or unfolding, then there's possibly something that you haven't learnt or you're not present with or you haven't actually changed. So I think, like, the, the step... It's not about knowing all the things because you've got to understand how your energy works as well. But it's really about the next step. If you're aware and you, you know, you haven't done your son, obviously that's the next step. But um, it's living it. It's living it. It's living it. Because if you're not living it, you're not learning it. I think you just explained that so well. So well, because you can read all the personal development books you want and you can like listen to podcast four podcasts every single day. But if in the moment when you're interacting people, when bad stuff's happening to you, when you stub your toe and you're not moving in the present moment to call yourself out, to shift those thoughts as they come in, to look at yourself and be like, wait, why did I think that? Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Then all of the personal development books in the world ain't going to mean shit. <laughs> and I think that that's so good. Because everyone else said, what's the secret? And I give them all these strategies in the world, but the secret really is radical honesty with yourself and constant awareness and questioning your thoughts and beliefs and feelings to deep down find the truth within them. And it's not an easy answer that people don't necessarily want to hear, I don't think. And it's about self-responsibility. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You have to be responsible for the way you think and the way that your emotions control your outer world you know we have to be self-responsible and it can be really hard you know you have to dive deep into the shadows like within gene keys we have to look at the shadows we have to get to know them on a deep deep level sit with them be okay with them we're not trying to remove them but we're trying to sit with them and really understand how they play out so then you can acknowledge when it comes in. It's not about being love and light and high vibe all the time, you know, because it's not about positivity. Yeah, it's not about that. It's about really understanding where you're not in alignment. How can I come back in? And it's a lifelong journey. You are not going to know your human design once and that is it. You will consistently be living it in order to be in alignment. It's not just that, oh, yeah, I know I'm manifested that, then I'm done. It's a constant day in, day out, and, you know, you'll take bits and pieces of all different things and you'll include them in your life, but it's about living it. It's about living it. Can you see how big I'm smiling right now? I'm so happy because it's like someone else gets it. Someone yeah. else is playing at my level. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we have to do some more stuff together, something, because this is, this is brilliant. Oh, my gosh. Picking up what I'm putting down. Um. 
This is great. So I'm going to ask, like we've got a couple of people commenting on Facebook, so I'll go and check that. If anyone has any questions for Diana, pop that up now. Um, but do you want to tell us what's the next step? Where can they find you? How can they work with you? What does that look like next? Yeah, so um, you'll find me at Jenna underscore Douglas on Insta. Insta is probably my platform. And then my website's just jennadouglas.com. Uh, I am, I have just hired a VA. I am so excited. Congratulations. Um, That's a big yeah. step. Uh, so things are about to change. Um, it's going to get a whole new face lift and things like that. So at the moment, my human design readings are done pre-recorded and sent. Um, that's shifting to live. So if you're someone who would prefer a live reading, then obviously just wait till that shifts. If you don't mind, then stay. You can obviously do it before things change. Um, but you'll find me there. Insta's probably my handle that I use mostly and I'm most present on. Um, but if anyone wants to just reach out and ask me any questions, I'm always here. Like I'm always happy to chat. I can chat you here up all day. So, um, yeah, that's where you'll find me. And then... Um, I've got some group programs and things coming. So if you're not, if you're wanting to dive into it deeper over time, then that option's coming, you know, in the next couple of months. So Yeah, brilliant. So we haven't got any questions that come through, but it was uh, that just clicked for me around my manifesto part of my MG profile. Thank you. And then Nadine said, most of the quotey spiritual stuff like that on Instagram, I can now see the high likelihood HD likelihood of the author just through what they value. So that's been around our selling conversation. Um, some comments that would have come through in lifetime. But anyway, thank you so much for hanging out here. We'll have all your information. This little video will live in our portal forever. <laughs> You're cool with that. So people will come back and check it. It'll have all the human design tags. So anyone who jumps into the course even 10 years down in the future and goes, I'm learn about human design. They'll come and see this. So that'll be really cool. Um, and all your information will be there. So if anyone wants to find out more, you can click on all the links, go follow Jenna on Instagram. She's got some really, really beautiful little um, post tiles that come out with a lot of information that I'm just devouring everything on that generator personality now. So cool. Thank but you, Jenna, thank you so much me. for your time. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the sexy selfish mums manifesting wealth podcast as always we would love to hear your feedback on instagram so slide on into my dms or share a story with this episode any feedback or questions you have and if you'd like to find out more about the elite membership either send me a dm on instagram or head on over to our website and learn more about our 12 month mastermind for women in business ready to unlock the inner wealthy woman and create a business that allows you impact and income from a place of alignment and integrity. It's fucking amazing. And I would love to have you a part of it. Um, enjoy. Enjoy.